Welcome to Marketing Strategies with Audrey Kirchner, sponsored by Incoma. Taking your small business to the next level with proven creative solutions designed to grow your awareness and connect to your customers. Now, here's Audrey. This is Audrey Kirshner, the co-founder and chief marketing strategist here at Incoma. Um, Incoma is what you call a full-service marketing agency. We bring that big agency feel and process to small businesses. And we provide marketing strategy, branding, website design and hosting, content marketing, search engine optimization for our sites, social media, and digital advertising. To learn more about what we do, ask us a question, or to schedule a marketing evaluation, go to our website, incoma.com. That's I-N-K-Y-M-A.com. So if you haven't listened to the show before, no worries. You can just go back and listen to the podcast because we've already talked about marketing strategy and we've talked about branding. Um, you can listen to those on my website, um, Podbean, and we're also on Spotify. And we have a bunch of other channels coming in the weeks and months ahead. So today we have a guest with us. We have uh, Scott Gill from Adam and Sons Auto Plaza. Scott, welcome to the show. Tell all of us a little bit about you and about Adam and Son. Sure. Uh, so yeah, my name's Scott Gill. I'm the brand manager for Adam and Son Auto Plaza. Been with Adam and Son a little over a year. Adam and Son is a full service and repair mechanic shop. Um, so there's really nothing that we cannot do uh, from a mechanical standpoint. We also buy, sell, and trade vehicles so we have a car sales location, um, and then we do auto details as well. Um, on top of that, uh, we have two locations. Both locations have a, a U-Haul in there, so that brings a lot of fresh new customers in. And then we also sell propane at our Briargate location. So the two locations, Briargate and Union, that one's been in town since 1999. And then the Austin Bluffs location um, is relatively new. We've been uh, in business for about two years at that location. I actually take my car to Briargate. I love the facility. I feel like I'm walking into a bank. It's really nice, cushy chairs, coffee, snacks. <laughs> Great, great service. That's the most important yeah. thing. But when you're sitting waiting for your oil change to be done, it's nice to be in a in a really nice um, absolutely location. Um, so, how did you get into auto care, auto service type businesses? Well, it's kind of a long story, so I'll, I'll sum it up as quick as I can. Um, so. When, you know, my, my dad, he's a general manager at Novartis Pharmaceuticals, so he was a salesman. So growing up, it was just in my blood. When I went to college, I got my degree in marketing as well as business management. Um, and after I graduated, um, I did my internship at the world's largest marketing firm, International Marketing Group, um, at a college close to home. Um, I'm from Kentucky, but I did my internship at Marshall University. I absolutely loved that internship, and I really wanted to work there right as soon as I graduated college. But you had to have two years of professional sales experience you know, I was like, darn it. Um, so I went back to my dad and said, hey, you know, what What should I do? I, I really have no idea. You know, being my dad, my mentor, and a very successful businessman, I really wanted to hear it from, from him. So he had told me to join, uh, to, to interview for Enterprise. I applied for Enterprise. I had no idea what Enterprise was at the time other than cars. And I was like, okay, I like cars. Um, so I worked for Enterprise. I got hired on 2011. I worked there for about eight years. At Enterprise, I really um, got into cars. Um, I really got into customer service. But my main thing still 
uh, w was true was marketing. Um, so I know you're, you're a marketing specialist. That's kind of what I do too. Um, but I, I really found out what I liked and didn't like about working for corporate America. You know, Enterprise is a over a hundred billion dollar company. So um, what I didn't like was being stuck behind four walls all day long, 60 hours a week, being kind of micromanaged. What I loved was talking to customers all day long when I had my opportunity to go out and market and try and grow the business. That's what I, what I found out. That's when I found out I was an extrovert. That's when I found out I really loved marketing. So then that led me to my next job, which was at Pro Auto Spa. Pro Auto Spa is a local company uh, here in town. I started as the director of sales and marketing there. Pro Auto Spa is basically hail damage, details, stuff like that. After being there for about three months, um, they promoted me to the COO there, and I just took a lot more responsibility. Um, so I, I started out loving my job being the director of sales and marketing because I was literally always out marketing, growing the business, meeting with customers. And then they pulled me back in because they needed me to, you know, do the hiring, the firing, the training. Um, I didn't like that as much. Um, so one day I went out marketing um, again and ran into Adam and Son. I was trying to get some of their pre-owned car sales business, some window tents, some details, hail repair. And the owner, Dan Adam, met up with, with myself and offered me a job that I, that I couldn't, couldn't resist. So it was really cool um, how, how that worked out, how it's always been cars and uh, it's just everything I'm doing at each location, I've been able to pinpoint what I really like and, and now I really think I found the, the job for hopefully forever um, because I, I market 24 seven. I don't really have, you know, an eight to five job or a nine to four or whatever that looks like. Um, I, don't, I don't have a set number of hours that I have to hit or work. I'm just always being the brand manager, the name, the face, and the mouth for Adam and Son, and I, I love it. For folks like us, <clears throat> sticking us and doing administrative stuff is like, you know, stabbing us through the heart. <laughs> so I was like, I was feeling it for you. I'm like, because the same thing happened to me when I was at Shearing. It's like more and more responsibility. I'm like, I'm done with this. I yep. got to go work in an agency. But that's such a cool story. I loved your background when you first told it to me. So there are so many different topics we could talk about. There's so many we have talked about. Yeah. But let's talk about one thing that I think um, Adam and Sons is doing really well and I think is super cool, and that's your Giving Back campaign. Yep. So talk a little bit about that. Sure. Well, you know, obviously the, the word that everybody's kind of tired of hearing right now is, is coronavirus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Unfortunately, you know, it, it happened and it is real. And um, but, you know, when when that happened back last February or March or whenever that was, we really decided, you know, what can we do to separate ourselves from our competitors and some of our competitors being, you know, Honest Accurate, Aspen Auto, Tire World, Auto Tech Plaza, the local mechanic shops are, are really our competitors. It's not really like Firestone or Christian Brothers or Big O or anybody like that. Um, so we, we said, what can we do different? To really pivot uh, is the word that I was looking for and, and make ourselves uh, different than, than our competition. So back in December of this past December, we decided to create a nonprofit, uh, 501c3, called the Stranded Motorist Fund. Um, and I know you've heard me talk about this a lot. Um, I never knew that working for a nonprofit was such a passion for me until I started helping these recipients. 
and it's really been a cool thing. So the Stranded Motorist Fund, you know, long story short, to break it down, how it all started was I had a friend who, who needed to get a battery um, in his Nissan Armada, and he, he couldn't afford a, an $80 battery. And I'm not here to judge, you know, why he couldn't afford it or, or what put him in this situation, but he had to make a choice, uh, you know, buy his son one Christmas present the one Christmas present he asked for or buy a battery for his car so he could pick up his kid and take him to sporting events and go to work and pick up groceries. Um, so immediately at the time, I just said, dude, I got your back. I'm going to cover it for you. I don't care if Adam and son is going to pay for it or not. I got your back. Luckily, Adam and son stepped up and said, yeah, we're definitely going to pay for it. And that's where it really started, where we said, if, if he who has a full-time job and is a, you know, 50 plus year old man, can't afford an $80 battery. There are so many more people out there that can't afford auto services and repairs. And auto is just something that you don't really think about much because it's just your car. Normally there's not problems, but when there are problems, it rains, it pours. Um, And it's a big deal. And to get hit with a thousand dollar unexpected auto repair bill is huge. Sometimes it's more than that. so what we did was we created this nonprofit, this 501c3, in an effort to help, you know, people in our community who can't afford to get these repairs or services out of their own pocket. Um, so it's a really cool thing that we're doing. Um, you know, the, the majority of, of the way that we raise the funds are from our customers that come in. If they have a military discount, they choose to put that, you know, $40 discount into the stranded motorist fund. And then that kind of stacks and stacks and stacks on top of each other. And and hopefully, you know, by the end of the week, we've raised enough money to be able to help somebody. We also have another angle is our stranded motorist fund partnerships. And this is a really cool idea. It's we're just kind of starting to format this. Um, But we work with any business out there, and it's free. So, you know, let's just use insurance, for example. We do a video with an insurance company. Um, it's free. This insurance company says, hey, for anybody that comes in during the month of June for a quote, we'll donate $20 of that quote or you know, of that whatever, that insurance policy to the Stranded Motorist Fund. So in a way, we're helping that insurance company grow because they might you know, get 10 or 15 quotes that they might not have gotten um, and now we get, you know, money for the stranded motorist fund. And because we're a 501 C three, we have, we can give, uh, tax receipts for that as well. So that's a really cool piece of it. And then kind of the ending piece of it is, you know, donors, obviously just a few weeks ago, we had a random person, uh, like uh, a video that we posted on our social media, on our Facebook page. She donated $10,000. That's amazing. That's, that's crazy. Really? That's awesome. See, you know, <laughs> I love these type of campaigns because you don't see how generous people can be until you give them the opportunity, right? Yeah. Until they, until they step up to the plate. Um, and I and I love these things. First of all, with a giving back campaign, your heart has to be in it, right? Mm-hmm. If it's not mm-hmm. there, then it's just slimy. Yeah. But you know, when you give the background <clears throat> story of it all got inspired by you were helping out a a friend mm-hmm. and then Adam and son said okay well, we'll we'll pitch in too and hey this is a great idea when they grow organically like that mm-hmm. they can't help but being successful so yeah. I think I think it's a really really great um, 
campaign and that you thought it through. I, I think it's amazing that you created the 501c3 because now corporations can then make it part of their giving back without having to create it all themselves. Sometimes people don't want to do the heavy lifting, right. but they can still get the deduction for it. So it's a win-win, win-win. Yeah. And you know, it, it one more piece to it, it really doesn't stop there. One more piece to it is, and this really is kind of the last piece, but it's called the Pay It Forward program. Um, the Pay It Forward program is designed to um, help other nonprofits, help other churches, schools, um, organizations, businesses. So what the Pay It Forward program is, is um, you're selling oil change packs. So we have five oil changes for the price of $110, which is about a 50% discount. And then you have five semi-synthetic oil changes for the price of $180, which again is about a 50% discount. You know, not knocking kids who are selling candy bars or books or cookies or anything like that to raise money. It's all it's all going towards the same cause. But, you know, these kids, students, employees are selling these oil change packs, which everybody needs an oil change, at least one a year. Um, and they get to keep 100% of the profits. So other nonprofits are doing this as well. They're selling these oil change packs. You know, let's say they sell 10 of the $110 oil change, you know, for five. In a month, they just raised $1,100 straight cash. We'll cut them a check or, or give them cash, whatever that looks like. And then they can put that money, 100% of the profit, they can put that money towards whatever initiative they're working towards, whatever goal they're working towards. So it's a really cool thing. We've teamed up with baseball teams. Um, we've teamed up with the Boy Scouts of America. We've teamed up with the debate club. I mean, literally, you you name it. Um, this can help give back to them and help them achieve their goals as well. That's great. Doing a fundraising component and, you know, not like you said, not to knock the, the cookies and the candy yeah. and the wrapping paper, yep, but, yep. you know, I know I'll use five oil changes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, and I know like there's so many kids out there asking for different things. It almost helps those clubs differentiate themselves from everybody else. Right. So I think that's pretty cool. I, I love all of this. So amazing campaign, great strategy behind it. Talk to me a little bit about how you're generating awareness, right? Because marketing really is just awareness. If people are aware of it, they can make the decision whether or not they're going to participate or not, or help someone else out. So what are you doing for awareness? You know, social media in this world is huge. So that's probably the number one thing that we're focused on right now in creating this awareness. Um, you know, I know I mentioned earlier, you know, 24-7 I'm working for Adam and Son. So it doesn't matter if I'm at a, you know, um, a bar talking to a friend or um, at a basketball gym getting ready to play basketball or at my kids' soccer or football games. You know, I'm, I'm all always talking about this. Um, but with social media, it makes it pretty easy. You know, we have Facebook, we have Instagram, um, we have YouTube. So the main thing that we're doing is these recipients that we're helping, we do have a vetting process, which that's probably the most difficult part of the job is, is really looking at these 20 recipients a week and saying, oh, we have to help her or him out before we have to help this person out. But during that vetting process, we, we ask them if they're okay to be on video. Um, and normally they're, they're pretty willing to be on video. Uh, I know it takes a lot of vulnerability to, to get in front of a camera and say, hey, I, you know, I couldn't, 
I couldn't afford to put tires on my car. So yeah. really help, you know, thankful that Adam and son helped, um, which that's not really our goal behind that. But our goal behind these videos, obviously, is to get it out on social media and create that awareness. So absolutely. But testimonial videos are really, really mm -hmm. important because they mm -hmm. lend credibility to the program. Because yeah. a lot of people look at 501c3s and go, is it really legit? Yeah. Are they doing what they say they're going to do? And when you put a person on camera and they say thank you and they and they made themselves right. vulnerable because they are so appreciative, that says a lot about the company yeah. that's providing the service. So yeah. credible, And that spurs more people to donate and it spurs more people to sign up because a program's only as good as how many people you can help. Mm. So it's not really... A lot of people, like that's what's so touchy about giving back campaigns is it's you're running the line of, okay, is this pure play marketing? Is it helping people? Right. But everything you do to bolster and support that great program is just helping more people. Yeah. You're listening to Marketing Strategies. Today we're talking with Scott Gill with Adam and Son Autoplaza, and we're talking about giving back campaigns. You know, we did a video a few weeks ago, uh, and it's on our Facebook called blueberry and i'm not sure if you've seen it or, or any of the listeners have seen it but you know long story short we got a, a vehicle donated to us we put a new engine in it new tires oil change brakes and we did a detail on it so we put a lot of time energy effort and money into into this vehicle but you know the the story behind it is we had a um volunteer who is working for tessa um reach out and single mom um, going through a really hard time um, and her vehicle just got totaled out so um, being able to do that um, and then just present essentially a brand new car to her um, i watched the excitement on her little five-year-old daughter's face when we presented the car to her it had a big bow on it she went and gave the car a hug i was i was crying i will definitely admit that i was crying i was trying to hide it but i was definitely crying during this video the mom was crying we had a few other people there it was just such an emotional um good feeling thing that we're doing so it was awesome <laughs> it is it is and when other people see that and they see the proof the social proof which is hugely important definitely for the folks that are getting it but then also to spear people on to uh, help out more there's actual actual psychological studies done that when people see other people giving back and doing good things they want to do good mm -hmm. things as well yep, yep. Um, which you know I think that's all great and good if, yeah. if what you're doing is making people want to be more helpful what is wrong with that right you know doing this we're you know, we, we love that it's just us doing this right now, but we also kind of an end goal is is hoping that this does spread to other businesses and goes nationwide. Yeah. Um, and, and we could, you know, say, hey, we started this. Um, again, not to, to brag or anything, but just to be so proud of, of helping the community that right now is in need of more help than it's ever been. So it's, a, it's a cool thing, too. Absolutely. Again, that corporate uh, well-being type of thing. Other companies do it. The big companies like Novartis and Shearing, mm -hmm. they always have had these uh, huge United Way campaigns yeah. for employees to participate in. But this is so much more out there and, and tactile and, mm -hmm. and people can focus on it. So let's say you inspire another company to want to do something, right? What's your advice to them on how to get started, how to generate awareness? Because again, the greatest program in the world it can be great, but if nobody knows about it, it's not effective. That's kind of a loaded question, um, but I'll try and answer it as best as I can. Um, you know, I think 
we hear social, the word social impact now more than we've ever heard before. And I honestly believe and, and think that if you are not doing social impact right now, um, you know, no offense, what are you doing? Um, I know you're trying to make money. I know you're trying to help whoever you're helping in that industry that, that you're doing. Um, but if you're not giving back to the community and helping out, um, you know, what, what are you, what are you really doing? So, um, as far as advice, you know, I think that that's pretty tough. Um, you need to find what makes sense for your business. Um, you know, whether it's a opportunity or a weakness that your business is having, um, but really make sure that it's genuine. Um, you know, this, you mentioned it earlier, it was so organic and how it happened. And that's, um, doesn't normally happen that way. Um, but dig in your hearts and, and dig deep and figure out, you know, what you can do to, to help the community and, and go from there. I think that's amazing advice. And I think for small business owners, I think organic is the right way to go. I had another client. Um, he had a cleaning company. He was also a cancer survivor. And so what he incorporated as his giving back campaign is he would donate free cleanings to people who were sick had cancer undergoing uh, treatment, and then he connected himself mm. with a 501c3 um, to help facilitate that through their organization. In other words, they supported people with cancer with um, living expenses and helping people shop and getting them meals. And then so he was an add-on to That's that. Great. Yeah. yeah. And so what we did is, you know, we definitely put it out on social. He had a very robust, we had created this robust um, email campaign for him, newsletters, getting people to sign up. We put it there. It was on, on everything. And then we put it on his website too. It had its own special page um, so that people could see it so that they could participate. And then there was a donate button. We didn't do any advertising, but then we also created leave behinds so that at every place they went to, there was a card left with the information on it on how his current clients could support other people. Very cool, yeah. Um, so those are just some ideas of, of just generating awareness. None of them hideously expensive. Definitely not, you know, doing digital advertising where you're spending thousands of dollars right, a month. Right. But, you know, something just as simple as, you know, when you're giving them their receipt, something's printed on the receipt for you guys would work because you've got so many people coming in and out of your yeah, facilities definitely. all day it's long. It's a great idea. I love that. I can't help but think about ideas and thoughts and your how to are like turning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're always turning. So where do you see this like um, two years from now, three years from now? Like, do you have growth goals? Um, to be completely honest, um, I don't think there's been really any growth goals set yet other okay. than we want it to grow as fast as possible so we can help out as many people as possible. Um, you know, I know daily, weekly, monthly, we are working and and tweaking our application process um, because that's step one. Is right. you, you have to, if you're a recipient out there who, who needs some help um, with services or repairs, um, email smf at adamautoplaza.com um, and ask for an application. Um, so we're, we're constantly working on, on that application process, but I think to have all the processes and everything kind of buttoned up by year one is, is probably the main goal, to help as many people as we can, really to get out there and find as many of those larger sponsors. You know, I mentioned Sue who donated $10,000, find a couple of those sponsors because yeah. with, with 10K, we can help 20, 30 
people, you know, depending on, hey, is it just an oil change or is it like an engine or a transmission, a larger repair? Um, so really just buttoning up those processes and procedures. That way it's streamlined and, and easy. We don't have to really blink on it is probably the number one goal for year one. Yeah, and I think that's such a smart goal because with any new campaign, regardless of what it is, you've got to throw something out there, see how it's <clears> working, <throat> and then constantly adjust it and tweak it Definitely. until it gets streamlined because that way when that influx comes in, whether it be mm -hmm. donors or people requesting support, right. You don't get these big kinks in the chain, right? Because right? exactly. that's exactly yep. what could happen. Then someone has a bad experience, and you absolutely don't want that. So I think that's a great year one goal. Maybe a year two or three goal to get those really big donors is mm -hmm. you could do a gala. Yep, absolutely. We we actually just went uh, to a gala uh, this past weekend um, for a new Catholic school that's coming here in town. Um, and we supported them with donations and, and we're going to have them do the pay it forward program. Um, my wife and I went with the owner and his wife and man, you know, at the end of it, we counted it up. They probably had over $200,000 worth of donations, yeah. just people raising paddles left and right, 5,000 here, 10,000 there and all these auctions. And it was super cool. You know, I looked back and said, that would be really cool to do something like that. And we're working on a few yeah. things, uh, just so you know, kind of under the wraps right now um, to help create the awareness and uh, and get get more uh, people involved too. Well, so. I can't wait to see those. And talk about a gala. I mean, that's like social proof in a room, mm -hmm. right? And you've got all five senses geared on this one thing, yep. right? Yep. One person uh, hand goes up for a paddle and then all of a sudden three or four people go up people are signing up for silent auctions. I love watching that. I go to these things yeah. and I like sit there and watch the whole thing to see what's doing best and what's doing not so great and that kind of stuff. And those are really, really cool. Um, I just met with uh, Michelle Edwards with the Wirewood Station. If you guys have heard about her, she's a, an amazing fiddler. She also works for Guild Mortgages. Um, she's awesome. I don't know if you guys have, have heard of the Wirewood Station, but my wife and I went and watched a concert that they put on at the Boot Barn Hall, and it was one of the most fun times that we've literally ever had. Uh, and we went into it kind of not expecting it to be that fun, and it was just a blast. So um, I mentioned Michelle because what we're working on right now is we're going to do a car show concert. I don't have a date or any specific times or anything yet, but we're you know, we're notorious for putting on a bunch of car shows. Um, last year we put on 15 or 20 car shows. We had 50, 60, 70 people um, at each one. Then we had a um, trunk or treat, which we had over 2000 people show up for that. So what we're wanting to do is Michelle come in and her um, band come in. We have a kind of more of a classic ritzy, nicer vehicle. Um, a car show concert and you know it benefit the stranded motorist fund so we're really excited for that and then the last thing we're working on i'm not sure if you've heard of mel austin with squeaky clean comedy mm. um mel's awesome he's hilarious he keeps it clean which is which is cool because you can invite your kids and you don't have to worry about anything going down um but we're gonna do um sort of a, a comedy show i'm not sure where it's going to be yet or, or times or anything like that but it's going to be benefiting the stranded motorist fund as well so really excited about those last two things that is really exciting so we've been having this great conversation and time <clears throat> just flies um so we're just about done here any last thoughts you want to share 
before we wrap this up. I think it's an amazing campaign what you guys are doing. I'm so excited to see where it's going to go over the next year or two years. You know, I just wanted to say thank you for having me on the show. Um, I really had a, a fun time. Um, it's easy to talk about your passions, too. So Absolutely. Uh, I challenge you to keep inviting people on this show who have the same sort of passion, whether it's for something different, you know, life, kids, school, um, a specific, you know, subject or topic. Just wanted to say thank you for having me here. Absolutely. It was wonderful, Scott, as always, having this great conversation with you. So here at Incoma, we like to give back to our business community. I provide a free 45-minute marketing consultation to anyone, regardless if you're looking for a marketing company or not. You know, maybe you want to talk in a little more detail about one of these five things. That's not a problem. And then you go and execute it yourself. So you can just go to the website, Incoma.com, I-N-K-Y-M-A.com, and click on the Schedule a Marketing Evaluation button and we'll spend 45 minutes talking. If you just have a quick question, then you can go to the footer of the website, fill out the contact form, and then I will make sure that a response gets out to you. So that's it for this week, and have an amazing day. Thanks for listening to Marketing Strategies, sponsored by Incoma, online at inkyma.com. Listen to Marketing Strategies every Saturday at 7.30 on KPPF.